With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. Each week, I have a short conversation with someone who inspires me or teaches me something about life, leadership, and other curious things. I hope you'll join me on the journey. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the, the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All that sitting and swiping, our backs hurt, our eyeballs sting. That's our bodies adapting to our technology. But we can do something about it. We saw amazing effects. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. There's no turning back for me. Make 2024 the year you put your health before your inbox. And take the Body Electric Challenge. Listen to Body Electric from NPR on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from Ron and Anian. No two cars with the same fault code are necessarily going to be the same. It's just, it's different. There's always, there's always outside influences. The car doctor. What's better than socially distancing, cruising around in a hot rod or a custom car? How much more fun can you have than that? Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Hey, thanks for stopping by. Two quick points before I get to the busy phones real quick at 855-560-9900. I've been accused of saying that too fast. Let me do that one more time slower. 855-560-9900. I want Tom Ray to be able to keep up with me today. Um, two quick points. Real, real, two real quick points. One of the things I've noticed is the lack of clarity of invoices, and it's getting worse over time. A customer came into the shop this week for service, and they're fairly new to us. They've been coming in a couple of years, and their local big-time dealer, I don't want to get into names and brands, have been working on it. And some of the dealer invoicing seems a little convoluted. It's difficult to read. And the thing that really kind of got me was, here's here's a, well, I'll tell you what it was. It was a Prius. Here's a, here's a 10-year-old Toyota Prius that in 10 years, eight years prior of being serviced by the dealer, they write everything down. God bless them. I give them credit for that, okay? They write down everything the customer says, does, speaks, thinks, offers. You know, they 
they didn't want to do this, they didn't want to do that. I looked through her history. It was almost 43 pages of service history in, in, in a little over eight years. Nowhere in there did it say that they ever checked the auxiliary battery, the one in the back, the cranking battery, or replaced it. And I was correct in that it was the original battery, eight going on nine years old. They don't last that long. Hers did, by the luck of the draw. And my point becomes, and not all dealers are like this. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that clarity of invoicing so people can understand it. She had no clue whether or not the battery had ever been done. We sat down and read all her paperwork, and that's everything. She said it's been at the dealer since the day she purchased it new in 10. And the point becomes... A repair shop has the responsibility of making that car safe. Customer may turn it down, and that's fine. And I, I document every time somebody says, no, I don't want to do that. Because when the battery that you told them is eight years old, going on nine, and it dies in six weeks, guess what? They come to chew your butt out. They can't because you've got the piece of paper that says, here you go. That's, uh, that's, that's you know, this is when I told you, and this is how I know. It's a two-part process, auto repair. I've got to do my job, and you've got to let me do my job, and I'll leave it there. But it's just something that was irritating me this week. Um, you know, there's a lot of information to be disseminated in auto repair, and that just kind of bugged me. Quick example. One more, Tom, real quick. I had a 13 Explorer this week, and we're going to talk about this hour and next hour. It's a, it's a good topic. That had a bad backup camera. The rearview backup camera went bad. You know, when you put it in reverse, you can see out the back of the vehicle. It took me almost... I think I was up to page 28 of the Ford Diagnostic Procedure before I finally found the line and description of operation that said grid lines are not set by the user. It is a uh, calibration error or a calibration issue. The camera has to, it, if the camera loses its calibration, it will lose the grid lines. And that's what told me 20 some odd pages of reading. And you look at what a mechanic has to go through in terms of understanding the system. And understanding the systems today is really key to solving car problems, especially on newer vehicles. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Um, We've got Scott Brown coming on, as a matter of fact, from Diag.net. Scott, we've had Scott on the show before, and he is one of the founders of several different websites. And his latest incarnation is Diag.net. And he's going to talk to us about, you know, its purpose, what its intention is. He's always changing his mission statement to kind of match the industry. He's a a great guy in the industry. He's a, a repair shop owner and um, you know, website and uh, you know what he's just a fun guy to talk to so we look forward to that down around the bottom of the hour but now let's do what I know Tom's got the itchy trigger finger to do let's open the garage doors and go to Ron in New Hampshire with a 99 Ford Ranger Ron I'm all talked out it's now your show go ahead how you doing good sir what's going on uh, like uh, like like Tom was saying I have a 99 Ranger ABS that is um pulsing when I come to a stop and then the pedal depresses not all the way to the floor. Um, I put a new master cylinder, uh, new rear drum brakes in with uh, two new slave cylinders and I'm wondering if it's the uh, the two front sensors that are acting up. Well, you mean two wheel cylinders in the back. Not slaves, wheel cylinders. Well, the, the, sla- the slave cylinders. The wheel cylinders on the back brakes. Slave, okay. slave cylinder is clutch. I just want to get our terminology right. Slave cylinder is clutch related. You're talking about the two cylinders in the back for the drums. Right. Okay. Right. Wheel cylinders. So was the problem there prior to starting all of this? And this is this is the diagnostic process. We're changing parts. Or are we doing any diag and 
this problem sort of came up along the way after doing some brake work, which happened first. No, it was pulsing before I put the brakes in the back. Okay. I thought maybe that was the problem because I had a bad wheel cylinder that was leaking. Okay, so this is a pulse that, at what speed? Highway speed coming down at 55 miles an hour, uh, under 10 miles an hour, and as you get slower yeah. and slower, the brake pedal coming starts to, to buzz, stop. coming to a stop. So probably yeah. kicks in somewhere around 7, 8 miles an hour, slowing down, and the pedal kind of vibrates and ratchets and then buzzes and maybe drops a little and then... The truck stops and the, the the vibration stops. Less than that, like a half a mile an hour. Okay. As, as I'm coming up to a stop sign, within 30 feet of the stop sign, you can feel the thing pulse, like it, it's uh, the ABS is kicking in. Okay. And then the the brake the, the brake pedal depresses, and the brake seems to fade a little bit. And then if I hit it hard, it'll stop the the truck. All right, four wheel drive vehicle. Correct. Okay. Four-wheel ABS or rear-wheel ABS? Probably four-wheel ABS, I'm going to guess. Yeah, okay. So what you're experiencing, it sounds like, is one of the wheels is reporting incorrect wheel speed. All right? And the only way you're going to find it, you know, could it be two front sensors? Could it be one of the backs? Sure. I believe the back, I don't believe there are sensors, or are there sensors at each wheel in the rear or is there a if there's none in the rear at the at the axle ends, then it's reading the vehicle speed signal off of the diff. There'll be a sensor in the rear diff looking at the ring gear. There's a going to be a reluctor on the ring gear. Say again. Correct. That's where it is. Right. So you've got three sensors. You got That's two where in the it is. right, two on the front and one on the diff, one on the rear axle. Yep. Okay. So do you have a scan tool? Can you pull codes on this? I did uh, run scan tool, and I'm not pulling a code on okay. it. Okay, and the reason you're not pulling a code is because the computer thinks everything is normal. The reason it's happening is because it thinks there's an ABS event going on as you're slowing down. It, it it's seeing it's seeing you know one wheel at 30 miles an hour and the other t- other three wheels slowing down at a different rate. There's there's a variance between the four wheels. It's it's getting information. It's likely somewhere between the front and the rear because the rear just reports one speed and the two fronts are individual. So you've got, you know, three sensors here if you want to think of it like that. All right? You're either going to look at this... I have this. a question. Go ahead. I have a question. Go ahead, Ron. Um, I'm wondering if one of the sensors isn't uh, pushed in all the way in the back of the, uh, the caliper, not the caliper, but the... Uh, the bearing oh, hub. Be the drum? Sure. Well, well. No. Yeah. Is is there is there two sensors in the back or one sensor in the back? There's one sensor in the back on the differential. Right. And two on each wheel in the front. Right. Okay. So your question to me was just: Is the sensor not pushed in the back? Pushed in all the way on the back? No, You're, pushed in the front. Okay, in the front. One of one of the front sensors not pushed in all the way. If there is a larger-than-normal air gap, that could trigger it, yes. Because this that's is... That's what I'm wondering. This is, this is... That's the problem. Well, this is... If this is a very rusty, older vehicle, if this is a very rusty, older vehicle, the problem becomes the air gap between the sensor and the tone ring will change the signal. It's called amplitude and frequency. If you want to look at a square wave pattern, go look and do some scope diagnostics to go do some reading this would be a classic case where the best way to find it and i realize you probably don't have this tool is to hook up a lab scope and look at signal 
compare the, the, the three signals that you're going to see. You've got one in the back and one at each wheel in the front. You should see three equal signals. I doubt that you will. If you want to prove that this is just or this is an ABS issue, just to be sure we're on the right path here, the first thing I would do before I spend any more money is I would unplug one of the front wheel speed sensors. doesn't matter which one, but I'd put a fault in the system. The ABS light will come on on the dashboard, drive the vehicle. If the vehicle operates normally, normal brakes, normal stopping and so forth, then you know you've got an ABS issue such that it's misreporting or um, incorrectly reporting wheel speed, causing the false lockup. You're getting a false ABS event is what we like to refer to this as. So disconnecting one of the sensors will trigger a fault code. ABS no longer works. You will have standard operating brakes. Seeing as how this is a 99, this truck is 20, almost 21 model years old, I would be concerned thinking about the amount of rust that might be under this living in New Hampshire all these years. And, you know, do you have a damaged tone ring, a wider than normal air gap? Is there rust underneath one of the front sensors causing it to lift, as you say, creating an air gap uh, beyond the other? And, you know, just a couple of things to look for. So, yes, this could be a problem in the front, could be a problem in the back. Scope would tell you, if we're working without a scope, you've got to do this trial and error like you're doing, but just double-check, disconnect one of the ABS sensors, problem goes away, you have normal brakes, you'll have an ABS light on, you're setting a fault, then at least you know you're on the right path and not wasting any more time or money. Good luck to you, Ron. Let me know how you make out. I'm Ron Anini in the Car Doctor. I'll be back right after this. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. Big bear of a man, it's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, What? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue Here, There, and Everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What does optimism look like? I'm on a quest to find the people who inspire us to dream more and do more. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. I talk to all sorts of people, from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff to a hairdresser on Instagram who gives out free haircuts to the homeless, from the CEOs of the world's largest companies to the comedy writer who visited the wreckage of the Titanic, I love talking to leaders, artists, authors, and eccentrics about life, leadership, purpose, mental fitness, human skills, high performance, and other curious things. It leaves me feeling wiser, more inspired, and, well, more optimistic. 
Because after all, this is a bit of optimism. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look for it. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the deflate gate. Hey guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around, I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. You call Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with Big Poppy. They ran socks in 2004, bounced back after the 3-0. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For the best in car advice, give Ron a call, 855-560-9900. Now, back to Ron. By the way, we want to welcome everybody up in Utica, St. Johnsville, New York, WKAJ, WKAJ AM 1120, uh, carrying the show up there. And we're uh, glad to count you as part of the Car Doctor family. Thanks for having us. Let's get over to Mary. Welcome Mary back from Massachusetts, 92 Camry. Mary, I guess you went to your mechanic this week. How'd you make out? Well, what happened was, as you know, I got the reconditioned uh, tranny put in, and uh, the alignment was off. So I stopped in, and uh, he came out, and I said, well, the manager, and I just said, oh, um, I just want to tell you that uh, after the transmission got fixed, my alignment's off. It's at 1 o'clock instead of 12. And, uh, you know, I know this can make the tires wear unevenly. And he was just kind of, oh, well, it was not that bad. And I said, yeah, but it wasn't like that before. And he said, well, I have a guy that I give all my business to for alignment, and I'll give you his uh, number, name, and uh, he'll give you a good deal. And I said, well, wait a second. I said, my car had perfect alignment before you took the Franny out and put the new one in, I said, so aren't you responsible for the alignment? He's not really. He said, well, it depends. What did, what did he quote you when he quoted you the labor to do the trans? What did he quote he you? Didn't, just just for the transmission and just for the labor. Okay. Now, and, and here's a, you know, here's an example of, you know, how did he explain it, right? Mary, we're going to take the trans in and out of your car, $500. You know, does that does that cover it all? In my mind, that's getting the car back to you in the same pre-transmission replacement right. condition. Now, you know, the steering wheel's off an hour. Off is off. And it might just be the steering wheel is off an hour and the alignment's on, but you're still obligated to check. So, yes, that should have been in the scope of what he was describing to you. If he said, hey, Mary, we're just going to do... The trans, and we're, you know, if there's anything extra you have to pay for it, that's a different conversation. So what did he say to you? What was his original conversation? What did he quote? He said, 
oh, I told him how I'd gotten a $3,000 quote. And he said, oh, no, we can do it much cheaper. He said, I can do it for $1,100. Uh, uh, that's an estimate. He said, we'll put the reconditioned tranny is at least going to be 450 and then the labor around 600 something. Okay, so. And I said, okay. So my question, well, listen, I got a lot of questions here. What's going to happen when that trans goes bad? What's the warranty on that trans that he sold you? He didn't give me any warranty. So it's he didn't a, even sign the uh, uh, the paper. They gave me a receipt. But there's no signature on it. So this is a this is a handshake and a quick in and out, and you're done, and you're hoping for the best. Yeah, pretty okay. much. But they're they're well known. Um, I don't want to say the name. Right. I like the owner a lot. Right. He's a good guy, but um, and it's like a million dollar uh, enterprise. They have a lot of bays, and they do a lot of work, and they do good work. Right. So. So what happened? Did you end up taking? That was take, sort of shocked. Did you did you did you take the alignment over to his guy and get the alignment done and pay for it? No, I said to him, I I said shouldn't. You be responsible for that? And he said, well, if you want, bring it in Saturday, which is today. He said, we'll bang a few things out and see if we can uh, just bang it back into place. And it made me really nervous, and I decided not to go. I decided, oh, I have a, there's a couple of really good mechanics around here. So I said, I'll probably take it to one of them and have them do the alignment, because I understand it's only like uh, under $100. Is that true? Well, depends. Four four wheel alignments. It's an older car, you know. A, a, alignments are another one of those missing links. I think of them as, you know, it's it's sort of like the thirty nine ninety five oil change. Alignments are used by a lot of shops to drag people in the door and then find other things wrong with the vehicle, yeah. just like oil changes. L- let me let me say it. To, let me say it to you like this. What do you think an alignment should cost if I tell you? The, the current level reasonable alignment equipment, and it's you can spend more than this. The average alignment rack today is about $75,000. What's an alignment? What? Yeah. The average cost of equipment for a repair shop to invest in a drive-on rack with the alignment equipment, the heads, the computer, the whole shebang, is about seventy-five grand. What's it worth for that What's shop? What, what should a shop charge for that alignment? Think about it. Well, I think the shop who ruined my alignment should fix it. Well, and 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 that's you know what that's between you and them. And I understand your perspective, and I understand his. It sounds like he didn't properly communicate to you what that trans replacement was going to entail, right? That it should have yeah, been, hey right. Mary, if the alignment goes out, it's it's five, you know, whatever it is, it's eleven hundred to do the trans. If the alignment goes out, it's another hundred on top of it. All right. I, I think in the interest of you working with this guy who just put a trans in the car, should you have a problem in the future, I think you're both going to eat a little bit here. All right? Just my two cents. I think you're going to yeah. pay to get the alignment done, and he's going to realize that he didn't tell you everything. And, you know, remember what I always say. Auto repair isn't about when things are going well. It's about when there's a problem. How does it get resolved? It's like being married. You know, it's 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 how does, how, how does, right? how does the relationship go? Everybody's in love on the honeymoon. All of a sudden, we come back to work two weeks later and Monday morning, right? And then what happens? Um, we've got to go to work and face the world. So, do you think I should take it into him and let him bang it around? I mean, no. he's not talking about fixing the alignment. No, he's just talking about Mary. If he doesn't yeah. have if he doesn't have alignment equipment, 
he can't properly do an alignment. He's just going to play with a tape measure and try and make it work and fit. And, you know, he's going to line it up by eye. Not what you want to do. Listen, take it somewhere. You'll probably spend between $80 and $130 for an alignment. They should give you a printout showing that everything is in line. And then the steering wheel should be straight. Anything beyond that, call me back. We'll chat about it next week. Hey, coming up next, Scott Brown, Diag.net. Want to know where the future of auto repair is? Research out online, all those kind of good things. Stick around. Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor. We're coming back right after this. Don't go away. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. Big bear of a man, it's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. I said, What? Salt and pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue Here, There, and Everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What does optimism look like? I'm on a quest to find the people who inspire us to dream more and do more. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. I talk to all sorts of people from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff to a hairdresser on Instagram who gives out free haircuts to the homeless, from the CEOs of the world's largest companies to the comedy writer who visited the wreckage of the Titanic. I love talking to leaders, artists, authors, and eccentrics about life, leadership, purpose, mental fitness, human skills, high performance, and other curious things. It leaves me feeling wiser, more inspired, and, well, more optimistic. Because after all, this is a bit of optimism. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look for it. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the the play gate. Hey guys, this ball's a little flat. (laughs) Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around, I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. You call him Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're saying right now? He's he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with Big Pop. Hey, Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0. 
We never win a chicken dinner, homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're on the name of the car, Doctor. You know, Scott Brown is is an innovator. He's more than a mechanic. He's clearly not just a mechanic. He's clearly not just a website developer. He's clearly not an industry spokesperson. He's all of those things and ever so much more. And he's one of those guys that you look at and you know he's thinking outside the box all the time. And that's basically where I think Diag.net came from, as well as some of his other endeavors in this industry. And we're glad to have him back with us. Scott, welcome back, sir. Once again, a pleasure. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, Diag.net, let's dive into it, is is not your first rodeo, so to speak, right? It's not your first uh, website that's up there trying to help this industry and promote it along. This is, what, number three or number four? Uh, yeah, I, I was just counting uh, back, and it's it started around 1990, and this is well before the Internet was around. Uh, I was in, uh, you know, dial-up bulletin board systems. I had I had a a uh, service called the Garage Bulletin Board Service that uh, had uh, technicians that were sharing knowledge and information. So I've I've discovered the the power of uh, collaborating uh, with other like-minded individuals uh, you know, for going on 30 years now. And uh, so yeah, it was you know the dial-up bulletin board system, and then we had like CompuServe. And then uh, along came IETM, and uh, you know I worked there for 23 years, and uh, now we've uh, launched Diagnostic Network, and uh, and continuing on that mission because uh, if we look at that technology stack, it's been growing exponentially, uh, and it's very challenging for the uh, professional service repairman. You know, one of the things about Diag.net, and everybody, everybody, who doesn't love the internet, right? My 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 toilet was whining this morning at the house. I couldn't figure out why, and I'm thinking about it, and I Googled, you know, toilet wine, and it told me to take the flow control valve, the, the water inlet on-off valve, and just cycle it a couple of times and because there's crud on the seat, and sure enough, that fixed it. Who doesn't love that, right? But automobiles are not like toilets. They're a little bit more complicated, and, you know, you need the information. You, you just absolutely have to have more and more info. And one of the things I noticed, though, that what you've always done, and, and now more than ever with Diag.net, is you're not just educating the industry about, you know, turn the water valve left or right. You're, you're talking about, you know, so many different topics. It's, it's got a collision section, an education section, um, employment. I mean, you've got to, you're, you're really trying to educate and raise the level of the person working on the vehicle so that they can, you know, meet and exceed the vehicle they're working on, if I can say it like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, one of my, uh, uh, somebody I look up to, and I've read several of these engineering books, uh, there's a professor out of MIT called John Haywood. And uh, he was quoted a couple of years at an SAE conference talking about the automobile. And he said, uh, cars are everywhere. They're one of the most complicated devices we use every day. 
And if you look at that statement, that is just profound. And, you know, what that, what we're doing at Diagnostic Network is we're trying, uh, what, what our mission is to basically help these guys uh, and gals that are professionals in the field uh, continue to raise their situational awareness around what is actually needed. And this is why we've got uh, folks partnering with us uh, that are from t- leading education institutions, you know, that uh, support uh, the in-surface training uh, individuals. We also have uh, suppliers for that build tools and equipment that uh, help us uh, take care of these tasks, whether they're related to uh, network diagnostics or reprogramming. Um, you know, it, it just goes on and on. But uh, the, the technology stack is just staggering. And so when a vehicle does have a problem, it can, it can be very complex. But for a, uh, you know, a master technician that uh, has a good ground, uh, gr- ground truth on what is, ha- you know, what the possibilities are and how to address the problem, that's really where the, where they really shine. So that the consumer in the end, they're getting the proper care and attention and, um, they're, they're, you know, trying to mitigate the fact that, uh, you know, there's a lot of, misdiagnosed uh, things out there. You know, parts are being replaced. Consumers are spending money on those parts. And that's certainly what uh, what a professional wants to avoid. And sometimes it's not just, oh, how can I say it, the diagnostics. I think you were in the queue, in the green room, so to speak, when I was talking to Mary about her alignment. And the backstory there, in case you didn't hear it, was she had taken the car in for a transmission replacement, and they quoted her a price, and the car came out, the steering wheel was crooked. And she went back looking to get the alignment straightened out, and they said, no, that's your issue. And as you heard me say, well, I think you're both, I think you both missed a little communication there. It's probably more on him than her, because why should she know she's going to have to get an alignment done? But now she's basically forced to work with them. You would educate the group at Diag.net because you have a shop management section. And I've seen the, I've seen the topics, you know, communicating with customers. And it's not just the the nuts and bolts, if I can, or the electrons, the positives and negatives of, of working on a car. It's, it's the relationship and the, you know, intercommunication with the customer as well. So important today, right? It's so complicated. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, in my shop here, uh, we, we go long and, and hard on educating the consumer every day. And uh, we, we've got the ability to actually translate or, you know, communicate that information through images and pictures. And, you know, we've got digital tools that we can leverage to help that consumer understand what it is that uh, needs to be done. And I did hear that the, a little bit of the story about, you know, the transmission was replaced. It was probably a front wheel drive car. So they had to pull the whole cradle down, which affects the steering and all that. But, you know, that shop should have known that, hey, this is part of the job. They're going to need to, when they put it back together, that car needs to be roadworthy and, and put back to where it belongs uh, when they deliver it back to the customer. So it's it's pretty sad that the consumer, you know, is now, you know, burdened with that uh, that responsibility. And that's uh, that's certainly a negative, uh, you know, blemish on, on the professional side of the uh, service industry. Well, and and I- we try to communicate that well. And in, in the uh, in the group, you know, guys exchange they they share best practices and stories like that where they could have done a better job, and then now we're we're all aware of what, how we can raise the bar right. and deliver professional service. Well, and as I said to Mary, I think her concern now is my concern for her is if she goes in, makes the fuss, and you know, 
how loud do you want to stamp your foot, get the free alignment. Now what happens when the transmission has a problem that she had put in that I found out during the phone call she doesn't have any warranty in writing on? So it just becomes yeah. one disaster after the next. You know, you have to try and make nice. As mom said, you get more with honey than you do with vinegar. And you, should, you shouldn't have yeah, to go through I, that, but it's what happens. Right. Yeah, and I, I think uh, a lot of that, unfortunately, stems from uh, folks not understanding, you know, how complex your vehicle is. But second, they're perhaps uh, shopping on price alone and yeah. not looking for the competency levels uh, that, that a shop should pr- be able to pr- you know, provide uh, when doing care. So that's, uh, there's, a, there's a recipe for, for uh, success, and there's also a recipe for failure, and it's, uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah, and I think that's a big part of this industry. Um, you know, it, it really is. Hey, Scott, I appreciate you taking the time today. It's, it's, I'd, I'd love to keep you. I've just got so many calls right now coming in. We're just backed up. Maybe it's you. I don't know. You've generated something here, brother. Um, we can get you back, I'm sure, in the future. Can you tell us just real quick for the professionals out there? Because Diag.net is really for the pros, right? Um, where can they get more yeah. information and find out more about it? Yeah, so they, they can go to diag.net and they can see pretty much uh, most of the conversations and, and uh, data, uh, you know, that's going on there in the platform. Uh, if they're a professional, they're welcome to join. Um, there is a free account. And, uh, and, and if they want access to more data, more information, it's, it's very inexpensive. It's 50 bucks a year. And right. uh, it's, uh, it's something that professionals should add. Uh, information into their feed so that they can keep up to date with what's happening in the in the world around them. Uh, the the one problem they'll have with it is it's going to be more information than I think they're uh, able to digest at any one time. It's a lot of information. It's a heck of a job you're doing, Scott. Great. Thank you very much, and thanks for having me. You're very welcome, sir. We'll be back. We'll talk to you again sometime. Take good care. I'm Ron Anning, The Car Doctor. We are back right after this. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. It was 20 years ago today. We had a big bear of a man, who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs. Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue, here, there and everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. What does optimism look like? I'm on a quest to find the people who inspire us to dream more and do more. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. I talk to all sorts of people, 
from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff to a hairdresser on Instagram who gives out free haircuts to the homeless, from the CEOs of the world's largest companies to the comedy writer who visited the wreckage of the Titanic, I love talking to leaders, artists, authors, and eccentrics about life, leadership, purpose, mental fitness, human skills, high performance, and other curious things. It leaves me feeling wiser, more inspired, and, well, more optimistic. Because after all, this is a bit of optimism. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look for it. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the Deflategate. Hey guys, this ball's a little flat. (laughs) Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around, I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. You call him Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're saying right now? He's he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with Big Pop the Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after the 3-0. We never win a chicken dinner, homie. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here I come in my she's a real rider. Welcome back. Ron and Annie, the car doctor. Once again, thanks to Scott Brown and the folks over there at Diag.net. I appreciate their time today. Let's go over to Paul in Maine, 12 Dodge Caravan. Check engine lights on, some trans issues. Paul, welcome to the car doctor, sir. How can I help? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. What's cooking? Good. Uh, well, um, a check engine light came on the other day. And I took it to the local uh, auto parts store, and they put their diagnostics on it. It came up, transmission fluid uh, pressure sensor. Okay. Now, I don't know if it's, pressure sen- if it's the sensor fault or if there is actually something wrong, but i give you a little bit of a background here. It's got 110,000 on it. Um, uh, last week, <clears throat> I did change the thermostat, the coolant thermostat. And I, that probably has nothing to do with it, but I'm just letting you know anyways. Right. And also, just before this engine light came on, um, I was going slow and then had to step on the gas a little bit, and it shifted a little bit different. Okay. I said to myself, oh, what the heck is that? And the very next day when I went to start it, then this check engine light comes on. Okay. Do you think do you think the way you were driving it induced the way the trans shifted? No, cuz it was a normal way of, of right. you know just had to slow down for traffic and then pick back up again. Right, that's the right answer. So, yeah. uh, understand what the auto parts store scan does and the auto parts store scan to me is it's okay, it's informational. Where I think yeah. the where I think the auto parts store scan comes in real handy. Uh, short of them selling parts, is when you're, you know, in Southern California and you live in New Jersey and the check engine light pops on and you're somewhere halfway in between. (laughs) And you want to know, can I get home? You know, how critical is it? Is it it an EVAP fault? Is it a trans fault, et cetera? Yeah. So it's generic information, though. It's OBD2. That's all they're doing. I I haven't seen any auto parts stores, any chain, 
doing mm-hmm. anything with regard to going in year make model vehicle specific. They're reading OBD2. They're reading basic generic language. Oh, okay. So it would be the same thing as, and, and you are correct, just because it has a fault for that line sensor or pressure sensor, which whatever one we're talking about. It said uh, pressure, yeah. Uh, was it P0868 out of curiosity? You know, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, sure. You know, it doesn't mean that it's a bad sensor. It could be could be internal pressure. It could be a problem uh, with the sensor itself. It could be wiring. It you know, there's a there's a lot of could be's. Woulda, coulda, mm-hmm. shoulda. You know, it would be the same thing as you know, you've you've, you've got ten toes, right, Paul? Mm-hmm. You go to the doctor and you say one of my toes hurts, but I'm not sure which one. He's got to run a test to figure out which toe, right? He can't mm-hmm. go. He can't go by generic information. Same thing with the car. So we need to know what the specifics are, which code it is, which sensor, because there's more than one pressure sensor in the average ah. transmission today. All right. Oh, yeah. And then we need to know: is it a performance fault? And this is probably the best key information I can give you: is is it a performance fault, or is it a circuit code? Wow. And and one of one of the ways you're going to know that is. Um, once you you can they can go in and look at some of the data that's there. This would have set freeze frame. Freeze frame is the video snapshot of what was approximate conditions in the engine and the drivetrain when the problem occurred. Clear out the fault and turn the key on. Turn the key on. Does the code come back? If the code comes right back and the car isn't even running, it's a circuit fault. Oh. All right. In other words, think of it like this. You want you want uh, the basic understanding of a circuit fault is pick a sensor on a car. Disconnect Mm -hmm. it. Turn the key on. You're going to get a fault for that sensor and the engine's not running because it doesn't see proper voltage on that circuit. Mm -hmm. All right? Whereas you drive the vehicle and in a day or two or three or whatever it is, the problem happens. It, 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 It comes back because it is a performance problem. So you've got to gather your information, clear the code, drive it. Somebody's really got to diagnose it. A part store scan just tells you, yeah, it's one of my toes. Now you got to figure out which one and then diagnose it from there. Not uncommon. Lots of trans issues with those vehicles. So just move slowly and think about what you're doing. Call me back for more information. 855-560-9900. The Car Doctor's coming back right after this. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We have more insightful conversations between myself, Paul Muldoon, and Paul McCartney about his life and career. Big bear of a man, he's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, Will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, What? Salt and pepper? This season, we're diving deep into some of McCartney's most beloved songs Yesterday, Band on the Run, Hey Jude. And McCartney's favourite song in his entire catalogue Here, There, and Everywhere. Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What does optimism look like? I'm on a quest to find the people who inspire us to dream more and do more. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. I talk to all sorts of people, from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff to a hairdresser on Instagram who gives out free haircuts to the homeless, from the CEOs of the world's largest companies to the comedy writer who visited the wreckage of the Titanic. I love talking to leaders, artists, authors, and eccentrics about life, leadership, purpose, mental fitness, human skills, high performance, and other curious things. It leaves me feeling wiser, more inspired, and, well, more optimistic. Because after all, this is a bit of optimism. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look for it. Listen to a bit of optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time. I'm talking Hall of Famers, MVPs, gold medalists. I absolutely hate the Colts, bro. This game, I swear, led to the Deflategate. Hey guys, this ball's a little flat. <laughs> Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Julian walking around, I'm pretty sure he had his shirt off for reasons I'm not sure. He was saying, gotta believe. Oh, you gotta believe. From 18-1 with Eli. Are you calling Bill just a cheater? Is that what you're I'm saying right saying now? He's, you... he's looking for an advantage. The 2004 ALCS with big copy. The Red Sox in 2004 bounced back after 3-0 in a winner chicken dinner. The immaculate reception with Terry Bradshaw. Fired the ball. I hear the roar of the crowd. I never thought he caught the ball, but he did. We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games with Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Ron and Andy, the car doctor. You know, there's an episode of Married with Children where Al Bundy, and I, I realize Married with Children is a bizarre show, but there's a couple of episodes where he talks about the mighty Dodge and how a man is judged by the amount of black smoky belches going down the road and the amount of horsepower under his hood. And, you know, I think about that from time to time, and that show was really, it was it was significant of that time period, right? We, we had just come out of the muscle car era, and it was the late 80s, early 90s. I'm looking through the complete book of Corvette. We're giving this book away in two weeks. I think it's uh, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And I'm looking at some of the horsepower ratings of, 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 of some of the cars and the way Corvettes were built. Page 63, they talk about 63 Corvettes. You could get various engines, various 327s, right? Three different levels according to this. One was 300 horsepower. One was 340 horsepower. One was a 327 fuel-injected, 360 horsepower, 360 horsepower engine. And, you know, <laughs> when a man was judged by the amount of black smoke and horsepower his car put out, and in a short period of time, if I turn the page and I go, oh, I don't know, we can get into like uh, 1966, by then you were able to buy a 427 cubic inch engine with 425 horsepower, and that was a lie, right? That was underrated because they didn't want to make it too much the insurance companies were having problems at that point. It just gets crazy from there. It, you know, great book. The complete book of Corvette. We're giving it away in a couple of weeks. But the point becomes, my, how cars have changed, you know. We judge our cars today by uh, 
how fast the electrons move rather than the car. We judge our cars today by how quiet they are rather than how loud. And we judge our cars today by, can I get that to go? Will it have extra coffee cup holders in it? Because we're so worried about drinking our coffee. I don't know. Different time, different periods. Just some observations. Till the next time, I'm running into the car doctor. The mechanics aren't expensive. The prices. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The world is full of magic and wonder, if you know where to look. And I'm obsessed with looking for it. I'm Simon Sinek, and I host a podcast called A Bit of Optimism. Each week, I have a short conversation with someone who inspires me or teaches me something about life, leadership, and other curious things. I hope you'll join me on the journey. Listen to A Bit of Optimism on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Julian Edelman from Games With Names, and we're on a search to find the greatest games of all time with the players and coaches who lived in them. Ever wonder what a locker room feels like at a halftime of a Super Bowl? Or what about the the after parties? We're going to dive deep into the most iconic games with the most iconic people. New episodes dropping weekly. Listen to Games With Names on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.